Hello, Remote Start Nation, and welcome to Remote Start, the podcast for the individual who wants to start a business, build a lifestyle brand, and do it all while living the lifestyle they desire. Our goal is to help you take that idea, skill, or passion and turn it into a profitable, scalable business that thrives within your community. I'm Jim Doyon, your host, and I am on a mission along with special guests to help you understand yourself, the lifestyle you truly want from your business, and what it takes to start and scale it through systems and creating a sought-after brand. Regardless of the industry or where your small business is at in its growth stage, Remote Start is packed with lessons, stories, and the do's and don'ts of how to get where you want. So my simple question to you, what are you ready to start? If it's in business, branding, or lifestyle, then start it now and join the Remote Start Nation. Without further ado, let's get this show started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? Let's get something started. I'm Jim Doyon, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Remote Start, where I bring you stories and strategies on how to start a business, build a brand, and create your desired lifestyle. On this episode today, we have a very special guest. She's the founder and CEO of the nonprofit organization Minorities for Medical Marijuana, also known as M4MM. She established this in 2016 with a mission of providing advocacy, outreach, research, and training as it relates to the business, social reform, public policy, and health and wellness in the cannabis industry. She's also going to share with us today on how she overcame a tragic accident, and it helped her to launch her next venture, Black Buddha Cannabis. So without further ado, I wanted to introduce you today to Roz McCarthy. Roz, welcome to the Remote Start Nation. Tell (laughs) tell everyone something about you that we wouldn't be able to find on your LinkedIn profile or if we just met you. Ooh, ooh, something about me. Um, Okay. When I'm stressed and I need to get away, um, you know, my favorite pastime is movies. So I go to the movie theater and I get the biggest box, um, the biggest thing of popcorn. I lace it with butter. Like I'm so butter, it's so buttery, right? Nice. But the, the topping is I throw a bunch of crunch on top of it and I just love it. And I and I sit in the movie, no telephone, no one calling, no nothing, no, not thinking. And I watch the movie and I just gorge on hot butter popcorn with a bunch of crunch. It's just, you know, um, some days when I'm feeling like, man, I just feel kind of overwhelmed. I just need to relax. That's my relaxation. So it's kind of fatty, but it, it works. And we need that. We absolutely we need, need that. And well, you should try it. It tastes really, really good. I'm absolutely going to. I've I've got the butter and the popcorn down for sure. The bunch of crunch, I got to try yeah. that. I have yet to try that. Do the bunch of crunch on top and just, just you know, and do the salty with the butter and the butter. Oh, it's, it's amazing. That sounds good. That sounds delicious. You're making me hungry right now. What you movie would it be? What would be your perfect movie? Um, you could go watch you one. Know what? I am. I'm. A, I love Marvel. So anything on the Marvel side. Um, I'm a Fast and Furious. So anything that's you know Fast and Furious one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. Um, like I love all that car chase and stuff. And then the other thing is I like thrillers. And then I'm like a Jason Bourne. Um, you know, Equalizer that, that type of a nice. little bit of Europe, a little bit of U.S. and kind of thriller. And so yeah, it's been a while. You know, with COVID. The movie theaters shut down and that was one thing out of everything I missed going to the movies because that was my 
you know, when I need to get away, you go to the movies, you just shut everything down, you enjoy yourself. And so, yeah. Did you find something during COVID that kind of helped you to have that same feeling, but wasn't at the movies? No, no. Yeah. COVID was COVID, was COVID right? You know, yeah. you just felt isolated. You felt um, kind of alone. And I'm normally isolated because I work from home sometimes. I work in the office sometimes. But COVID made it really isolated. And I worried about my children. You know, I have two college uh, students who are in school. So I was worried about them and their exposure and yeah. just... You know, you would watch things on the news and it made you even more paranoid. And then you didn't know if you take the vaccine or not to take the vaccine. And so it was just, you know, it was just a, you know, a rough time. But, um, you know, it's just we got past it and we're now getting back to normal and it feels good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there for sure. So kind of talking about your happy time and how you get away. Let's talk about business. What what makes you the happiest about being an entrepreneur? You know what? The freedom. So working in corporate America for almost 30 years, you know, you felt like you were tied to somebody else's dream. Right. You, you don't mind working hard. You don't mind delivering. But at the end of the day, it was that person's dream, that company's, you know, their projections. You were fighting for them. And now as an entrepreneur, it's my dream. It's it's no you know that saying you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Yeah. Well, it's real. Like in, as an entrepreneur, you feel like you know, whatever I do is mine and I, whatever I get out of it is going to be what I put into it. But knowing that you can walk away and that this is something that you, you put your thoughts into, you researched, you figured it out. It really makes a difference. And so um, I wasn't an entrepreneur by like, that was not in my DNA. Uh, my ex-husband is an entrepreneur and he really um, introduced me to the world of entrepreneurship and what it meant to be a producer versus a consumer. Nice. And so I really challenge those business, the folks who are listening to your, your, your podcast, if you're struggling or trying to figure out, you're just trying to get your traction, just, you just got to hunker down. And even when it feels like quicksand, like you can't get your ground, your grounding, you don't, you don't know where you need to go. You just really have to just kind of center yourself and really just stay focused and little successes lead to big successes, right? So a little bit at a time will lead to that big success that you will look back and go, man, I really was able to, to march the ball down the field. I hope you listen to that remote star nation. That is great advice for us. I appreciate that. And, yeah. and, and you've done that in not only once, but multiple times. I mean, this is M4MM was, was that your first business that you started? No, you know, prior to starting M4MM, you know, I was a consultant for the African-American chamber of commerce in Orlando. Um, I was on the board of the California black chamber of commerce, um, I was a grant writer. I was a consultant for a nonprofit. So I was a, I was a, a federal government contractor. So I did some contract work for the federal government. So I had some experience as being an entrepreneur, but never, um, when I realized I wanted to go into the cannabis industry, I wasn't informed enough to understand what area that I want to be in. So I didn't know if I wanted to be a, you know, an operator, dispensary, cultivation, an ancillary. I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. I just knew that I wanted to create an entity that would be a bridge between cannabis and my community. What really drove my, you know, my passion was the fact that individuals that come from my community were disproportionately impacted by their arrest, incarceration for this plant. And so to be able to square up now, this plant would be utilized for medicine when before, or the hist history shows that there were so many arrests that were coming from our community and just the negative stigma behind it. 
I just felt like there needed to be a trusted source that people could look to, could trust that. I mean, I have this like spirit of service and, and I get it. I get it from my, my father of being able to grow a business, drive a business, but be of service for, for the little person, supporting someone in need. And so for me, it was just like, you know, I figured out, like, I know I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to go work for someone. The industry was just really starting to take off. Yeah. And then I had all this experience working with nonprofits. The chamber has a model of a business as a, as a business membership, as well as, you know, outreach. So I took all of this experience and I just kind of just weaved it into minorities for medical marijuana. It was That's intentional. Incredible. I named it minority. It was very intentional. When I picked the name, I, I, I thought about it. In five years, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to need grants? Okay, well, you can't name it something that people don't know exactly what you are. And so if you see us, if you see my website, you know pretty much that, okay, this is communities of color, people of minority descent who have an interest in the medical marijuana industry. And that's where we are. And it seems like looking at your site, looking at your social, you've really done a good job of, of create taking that mission and, and your vision of what you wanted to start. And, and it looks like you're doing an awesome job with it. <laughs> it's a lot of hard work, but we have an awesome team. So remember, I told you we're in 27 states. And so we have these state directors who they don't get paid, it's volunteer, but they are so committed to themselves, their own personal business, their family and their community. So when you met when you mesh that together, I tell entrepreneurs you can't just drive your business and not have something that is going to support your business outside of just business 101. There has to be something that you want to do, a give back or something. Um, yeah. and it doesn't have to be, you know, starting a, a nonprofit, but if you can tie in um, some type of philanthropy or some, some type of, you know, donating your time, donating, you know, sharing a resource it makes the road in entrepreneurship so much easier when you feel like you're doing something that doesn't cost you a thing to make a difference in somebody else's life. And so that's the good thing about, you know, where we are right now with M4MM. Um, we've done over 10,000 hours of video content, webinars, wow. um, you know, conferences. Uh, um, before there was even like Zoom and everybody was jumping on for COVID, that was our, we were using Zoom as our way to, to communicate our message outside of just Florida, right? Where we started. Yeah. So um, it's, just, it's fantastic the work that we've done over the, um, the last six years. So what would you say if someone's listening to this right now, part, someone in the Remote Star Nation, they're listening to this episode, they want to get involved with M4MM, they want to, they want to you know, find out more about your mission, what, should they go check you out on social, on YouTube, on your website? What would you recommend yeah. for them to go check out? You know what? The good thing about it is we have content on all those different platforms. Um, of course, going to our website, www.m4mmunited.org. Uh, we have nine programs that we run on a, a, on a yearly basis. And even seeing some pictures, like we have graphics. You can see us at the Capitol lobbying. You can see us, you know, at, a, at an event talking about social justice reform. So you'll be able to see pictures. We have resources that you can download. We have education. You know, basically it's a very um, holistic landing place for you to get information. And then of course we're on IG, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. If you type in M as in Mary, the number four, MM United, 
on any of those different platforms, you'll find us. Excellent. Yeah, I, I looking at it, I like I said, you've done a great job with it. And, and you know, to back to your point of you know what you've told entrepreneurs, it's you've done a good job of creating something bigger than yourself, right? Something that others can buy into and understand that there's so much value that you're creating mm-hmm. and it's you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it to give back and to teach and to again just create something bigger than yourself. And and you've done a yeah. great job with that. And you know, now you you've you're on to your next entrepreneurial journey where you're still you're still obviously you know with both. But yes. you know, let's talk about Black Buddha Cannabis. Yeah, 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 yeah. The good thing about M for MM and just to, to piggyback on what you're saying is that it will live in perpetuity. Um, yes. This is not. I started the organization. I'm the founder right now I'm and the CEO right now, but I didn't create it for it to like after I want to retire or die off or whatever the case may be for it to end. It's the gift that keeps giving. This is our industry is an industry that will keep going and growing for years and years and years to come. And so that was that's it hits a happy place in my heart knowing that I created a framework of of information and resource that will keep going and being able to support people. Um, my business, um, again, remember I said, when I first started this, I, I knew that I wanted to be in business from the profit side, a for-profit side, I just didn't know what. Yeah. And um, in la- last year in 2021, June, I was in a car accident and I suffered a traumatic brain injury. And during that time, I literally was, you know, nauseated, disoriented, had a swimmy head, couldn't walk, I mean, had problems concentrating, couldn't focus. Um, I passed out about four times after the accident in, you know, within a two week period of time. And literally I had to have a caregiver come live with me. Wow. And during that time, um, we hired a therapist to help me with my centering of myself, of my brain. Um, I had to do a lot of breathing exercises to, to combat the fight or flight that would happen. Like when you are suffering concussion syndrome, your brain has this fight or flight. And when it's struggling to kind of balance all in all the different synapses or or firing off in your brain, um, you know, your brain triggers your heart. It triggers your, it triggers everything in your body, right? And I just freaking, I just passed out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I had to learn how to um, literally talk to my brain and, and recondition that feeling or my response to that feeling. So what brought me through was cannabis and meditation, breathing exercises and mantras. That's what brought me through that. I'm on the other side of feeling like I was about to die because of that. And during my darkest hours, I've thought about this, that, you know, I have this beautiful nonprofit, but I don't have a, I don't have a business, a legacy outside of that to lead to my children. And it just came to me, you know, being a strong black woman and also knowing the power of cannabis and being able to tap into different practices that are in the Buddhism religion, like mantras, like, you know, breathing techniques and like meditation. I came up with the concept of Black Buddha Cannabis. So Black Buddha Cannabis is a environmentally conscious, social impact driven wellness brand that's producing products state by state that are for women by women. I'm not apologizing. I want us to feel better. I want us to do better. I want us to to be our best. And we don't have to be like high off our ass. We don't have to be, you know, we don't have to be like so zooted. It doesn't have to be the party drug. And I just, no, this plant saved my life. It really brought me back to life. We have so many people that are suffering 
Remember that cannabis is medicine and this plant can do so much. And so if I can create not only a brand that embraces it, but really high quality products that you can depend on that can help you to feel better, um, that's my mission. And so we are focused on five states. So the first state coming on board is Ohio and then Massachusetts, Michigan, California, and Nevada. And so we intentionally form partnerships with social equity operators who can partner with us, as well as other different operators that are coming from, you know, the cannabis industry who will breathe life and help us to bring Black Buddha to the shelf. So our first products are going to be edibles. We have vapes. We have flour. And then we have this really unique product. It's called a pre-pack. And the pre-pack is a pre-packed um, glass chillum that has 0.35 grams of flour in it. I call it a one-hitter quitter. It's so cool. It's so unique. It's easy, discreet, convenient. You just take it out of the dew tube. You fire it up. It's in a glass chillum. So the experience is different than with a pre-roll. And then you might take a couple of pulls from it, put it back into your dew tube, put the cap back, put the cap back on, put it back in there and take off. It's great for concerts. It's great for outdoors. You don't have to roll anything. You don't have to do anything but just consume and be happy. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty exciting. When do you plan on launching in Ohio? So Ohio, our gummies is the first product that's going to be on shelf, and that will be at the end of May. So soon. We're excited because production is starting. Um, you know, packaging is, has already been ordered. We've gotten approved by the state of Ohio. And let me just tell you guys, I'm a cannabis brand that I am bootstrapping my own brand. One, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not an athlete. I have a story that resonates. Like you have to know your story. If you're starting a brand, if you have a company, you have to be true to you. And my brand is true to me. I'm a woman. I believe in women having options. I believe that we want to feel better. I believe that we, we struggle sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, our gummies, we have three different options. So we have a gummy for energy. That's a wake and bake. We have a gummy for rest and pain relief. That's a nighttime, like, you know, trying to get to sleep. And then we have one that's called balance and balance is for that middle of the day. When you're having a mommy moment, you got to pick up the kids. You got to go off. You got to, you're working from home. You feel like you're just about to explode and you need something that's not going to make you high as a kite, yeah. but that's not going to put you to sleep. And that's our balance. And so imagine when you go into a dispensary, you can tell people how you feel and what you're looking for versus sativa leaning or, or indica leaning or like I go to a dispensary and I get confused. Yeah. I'm like, I just need something for morning, right? I just need something to help me give me a little burst in the morning. And that's when you'll be able to buy our energy gummies and then be able to partake and go off to work and feel good or do whatever you have to do, go to the gym and, and just be able to be um, 100%, um, you know, open and available to your family, your coworkers or what have you. And I love it. Yeah. And your values behind the brand and your, your voice and your mission and everything. I love how it aligns with you. And that's something that you, you hit on that. I want to go back to and remote start nation, take that, take that to heart. What, what Roz just, the value she just gave you is priceless. When you create something and you have a brand and you're standing behind it, it can't be made up. It can't be something that you're doing it to try to get people to make money. People are going to see through it, right? Like it yeah. has to be something that you truly believe in. And in your case, it was something you created this brand because it helped you to get through in your life. 
after a tragic accident. And you know yeah. that by empowering women and, and providing this product and this brand that they can feel one with, like you're, again, you're doing something that's greater than yourself. You're, you're yeah. giving them the same freedom that you had to get over this injury and I absolutely love every part of what you're saying. I think it's incredible. And so Remote Start Nation, I just really want you to take that to heart because that is so important. And so many, so many brands, and Roz, tell me if you've seen the same thing. They come out, they get started, and they do it for the wrong reasons. They do it for money yeah. or they do it because they see an opportunity in the market. And unfortunately, that's not enough. Like you have to, you have to be real. Yeah, it's kitcheny, it's kind of quirky, or it's like, I mean, not to say that stuff doesn't work, but I just chose to be just true to myself, to who I am, to my experience. And I believe more women will resonate to that. I believe that men will resonate to that. Buyers, consumers will say, I like that. That represents me. And so it was just being honest. I'm rolling the dice on this. I could be totally wrong, but yeah. the research that we've done, um, just my experience, even the the feedback from the cannabis community with no product on the shelf has been so positive like being able to say you you know you walk in your truth and i really want to tell your entrepreneurs to walk in your truth and and you know you you got to stay focused um there's going to be times when you want to quit don't quit don't stop it feels like you do you feel like this is for the birds don't yeah. when you believe in something and that fire in your belly is there hear it listen to it recenter yourself go smoke a little bit of cannabis if you need to but then start again because my my prayer always is I, my prayer is always let me help people let me remain humble and when i have a tough day you know i wake up and i say man this too shall pass and it's a new day with no mistakes in it and so you have to take each day for itself even when you like when my darkest hours when i was still healing i just i didn't know when i would get my brain back and um, for me, had it not been for that trauma, I wouldn't have Black Buddha. So whenever you go through something, there's something good on the other side. It's just trying to get to the other side. And once you get over, you'll find that good. And my good is Black Buddha. And now I'm able to do something that I love. I'm passionate about it. It's my story. And if I can make some money, it's a win, 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 right? And you will. I feel it. You will. Yeah. So a lot of, there's a lot of listeners that in remote start that might be going through starting a business and you obviously have experience now and you had hit a, a little bit on taking that piece by piece by piece. Do you remember that, that first moment where you were working for somebody else, you're doing maybe some contract work, but you were, you realized this is my time. This is, I need to jump out and do this now. Yeah, yeah. I think I was working when I was working at, with the African American Chamber of Commerce. I was doing a lot of work and I would do the behind the scenes work and it was fulfilling. But I realized that I was doing so much work for them that my business was being cannibalized because I would be so tired after doing working with that one client that I wouldn't put the work and the needed effort to grow my business and to gain more clients. And when I, I it felt good over there but it felt like I was an employee versus being a contractor and a consultant. Right. Yeah. So I had to really talk to myself and go rise. Sometimes you have to pull the plug 
and people get attracted to you. They want you around all the time, but you have to make decisions that are going to be beneficial to your business and to your company. And if that means people that you hire, people that you have around you, clients that you have, if they're not allowing you to grow and to expand and build capacity without smothering and suffering you, then you need to move on. And you need to move on with the thought that I may lose money, but the, the loss of money will free up time for you to open up your, your lungs and your capacity to bring more clients in, to really do what you're supposed to be doing, which will bring the money that you're looking for. And that was the best decision I made when I just kind of, you know, I think they cut ties with me and I cut ties with them and it just kind of happened. And I was pissed off. I was like, man, I did all this stuff, but it was the best thing that ever happened for me because it opened me up to be able to look at minorities for medical marijuana, not only to create this entity, but to breathe life into it. And can I tell you now the friends who gave me the, like the, oh my gosh, what are you doing six years ago? They're calling me now like, Roz, hey, I need to talk to you. Roz, Roz, Roz. And so, I mean, Listen, you have to follow your heart, follow your head and just go for it. So did you have that? So that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that story. Did you have like you said it kind of was taking you away from from your business? So you had already kind of started and laid the groundwork. (coughs) Yeah. So I was (coughs) pardon me. I was working for the chamber as a consultant. Right. Yeah. But I was spending so much of my time doing work with them that I was losing sight of going after other new clients and working on other new opportunities for myself. And then we kind of mutually parted ways. And when we did, that's when the heavens and the earth and everything opened up and all these new opportunities came. But more importantly, I was able to absorb and create them for MM. Like my capacity to be creative and to be open was you know, was, was, um, gaslighted by the fact that I, I pushed away something that was consuming so much of my time that I didn't leave myself room to expand. Right. And so now the expansion happened after we, we mutually went our separate ways. And so, um, so that's what I'm just saying. Like if it feels good and it's working for you in your business, keep doing it. But if it's something that you realize, like I spend so much time doing this, it doesn't allow me to expand, to open up or gain new relationships or new business opportunities. Then you just have to go back and just do a self kind of a self-check, a self-awareness. Like where's my revenue coming? Where am I going in the future? Where, where do I want to, you know, how big do I want to build my business? Like I wrote down all my goals of everything I want to do with m for mm I wrote it down. And so now I'm starting to see the fruition of everything that I wrote down. That's it's, I always refer to that. It's like your reason, right? Like what is your reason for why you're doing what you're doing? And then if you have, if that's in line with, with your business, as you grow with it, it should always stay. I mean, you might change some things, but that's something that if you, if you always hold true to that, this is why I'm doing this. This is who I'm here to serve. And, and yes. this is what makes me happy. The money will come. It will you know? come. And, and, and in your come. case, you know, it's, it's going to come more with a second business that was created from you, your first business generate, yeah. generating your yeah. first business, right? Yeah. The, first, the first business, a nonprofit is a business. I didn't know. It just, I just felt compelled. Yeah. And then I had to figure out how to make money within running a nonprofit. And I did figure it out, yeah. but I didn't know at first. And so sometimes you will start a business and not know what your, your end game plan is. But I just say that, you know, you really have to trust yourself and your instincts. 
And, and sometimes you just have to go, okay, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll figure out, like, this feels really good. Like, you know, um, um, I want to travel with my business or whatever you want to do. If that's what you want to do and you're trying to figure out, but how do I make money? You can do it. I mean, you just have to kind of, again, look at things and where you are in life and figure out what's important. And then once you figure out what's important to you, the, the making money part, it'll come. Yeah. I, I promise you it, it comes. It's more yeah. about, about getting started, right? Like stop, stop making excuses. Stop letting other people hold you back. No more excuses. Get started. No more excuses. No more procrastination. And let me tell you guys, as we, as, you know, as we wrap up, one of the things I want to, I had a good friend of mine that told me this and it was so like, I hear him in my voice and I hear him in my mind right now. And he would say, Rosie, don't stop. And I'm like, okay, okay, Jarvis. He's like, don't stop. And I would call him and I would just be moaning. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. And just, just struggling. He was like, don't stop. Don't stop. So do something. So my advice to everyone that's listening to me, you can do it every day. Do something. If you're not ready to leave your full-time job, but you got an idea, it's okay. Just do something that's going to feed your entrepreneurial um, spirit and your desire to have your own business. And when it's time to disconnect from that full-time job and that full-time job, you may lose revenue. You may not, you, it may be rough for a little bit, but once you disconnect and open yourself up to your dream of owning your business and driving your business, you will see your lungs will fill with capacity. Your brain will open up. I mean, the feeling of working for yourself is like no other. It's the toughest. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life but it's the most rewarding and gratifying thing that I've ever done in my life. And I'm grateful for it. So it works. Just got to hard work, but don't give up. Roz, that is absolutely great value. Great advice. I thank you so much. And as we're coming to an end, I want to just thank you for sharing so much with us today. I remote start nation. I hope you took so much of that and, and took it to heart. And you can use some of the value that Roz gave you and, and go start your own business. And if you're in business, look at what Roz has done with her brands, her, her multiple brands, and what she's done to the community and, and the brand she's built around us. So with that, until next time, go start something, start today, go build the lifestyle that you desire by taking action. Remote Start Nation, I'll see you soon. And until next time. Well, Remote Start Nation, we have come to the end of another episode. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, Woodward Movement, your go-to for brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head on over to remotestartpodcast.com or our social channels to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you on your journey. And as always, Please don't forget to share the Remote Start podcast with your friends and colleagues you think would enjoy being part of the Remote Start Nation. Until next time.